Ollie? Yeah. You know, you recorded yourself the other day because I was like, this will be so good for the podcast. So you were just waking up and you were recalling a dream to me. Oh. And you look, you said to me, Lucy, but I look like I'm punched. I've it, been punched in the eyeballs. That's what you said to me. I look like I've been punched in the eyeballs. <laughs> yeah. What dream was this? <laughs> Ollie can't remember my, key moments in our life like this morning. I, w- I would not call my dream a key moment in my life. <laughs> There's like, get, I'm, okay, like right. getting Olga for the first time, <laughs> like meeting you and like going on certain holidays. Okay. What I would say my about dream Ollie, this morning is not a key it moment. It wasn't this morning. It was several weeks ago, even oh, a month ago, maybe. But even I said, better. <laughs> I said that would be an amazing story for the podcast. So while you're scrolling through your phone, I'm just going to talk to the lovely people about how I remember events in our life and you remember useless facts. So I take Ollie to, highly take Ollie to a quiz. Take Ollie to a quiz. You're fine and dandy. You're probably getting a good school. You're not, actually, because the type of facts I remember are not the ones that appear in our quiz. Like, we will go there tonight because we go, we go to a quiz every Wednesday. Yeah. And I do not, like... We no. sound like OAPs. I'm just putting it out there, but we're not. We go with my mother and father-in-law. Yeah, it's just nice to see family. It's, it's, it's an excuse to see them. But and Alex, I, shout out to Alex when he hasn't got a newborn. But I'm um, rather useless at them. Like, I will remember... I don't know, the type of cheese that like a random person in the 18th century likes. Yeah, but I true. will not remember any musical artist no, before you won't. like 1970. To be fair, it is targeted at a slightly older era of human. Yes. I mean, not trying to be offensive to the pub quizzes out there. No, but, but when we walk into that pub, we do lower the average yeah, age. Yeah, we do, which is fine. I love it. I, I love it so much. Oh my gosh, Riley's going to... Well, she'll massively lower. She's a baby. (laughs) That's our new little niece, if anyone hasn't listened to our previous episode. Right, Oliver, are you going to play your lovely voice? My lovely voice? Your dulcet tone on the video? I have... Wait, I've got the video? Yes! What? Guys, come on, he's not getting the hint, is he? Play the video of the dream! Voice notes, okay. Uh, Maybe it was a voice note, actually. I can't remember how you recorded yourself, but I swear it was a video, though, because you said you looked like you'd been punched. Uh, is it this one? No, that's just the waves. That's the waves of the ocean. <laughs> I got one called James Farts. <laughs> <laughs> no, say that properly. James Farts on New Year's Eve. <laughs> <laughs> that's all he's all doing. Sorry, James, we love you. <laughs> And then I just got me like randomly tapping. I don't have anything. <laughs> yes, you do. You've got a video. You've definitely got a video. A video? <laughs> this is what he does, guys. Does your partner swear that black is white and something has definitely happened? Like, I definitely have a memory of this conversation. And he'll go, no, 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 no. Until I go, it's definitely there, darling. And then he goes, oh, yeah. I just don't remember it. Oh, uh, yeah. All. Oh, right, yeah. I have no memory of this. Have you got it? No. Got my iPhone then. Oh, we're on to yours. Okay. <laughs> we definitely recorded it in some capacity. I know we did. Uh, hello, me. <laughs> <laughs> I told him to turn the camera on and do it for the podcast. I was just speaking about a weird dream that I had last yeah, night. Which me and Lisa were in like a Korean supermarket, but it's like gigantic. <laughs> and we were looking for, I think, just a few snacks and... We found gigantic tortillas 
that we were buying and we had in our trolley in the currency yeah in the currency market okay and then there was a someone was buying a bottle of um champagne it was actually that bottle of champagne from MS that has that slightly sort of textured bottle oh uh, yeah the one that i like yeah but apparently when they got to the cashier like it was half full and can we just address how <laughs> like tired i sound in this video <laughs> just getting me to record and i'm just like a zombie i cannot believe that you don't remember this what time was it this was recorded <laughs> at 20 past 10 a.m yeah and that's not can i just say that should not be outrage that should not no, but the be fact... that should not be outrageous <laughs> the fact i sound like such a zombie <laughs> he's like this was recorded so early 20 past 10. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Ollie, if he can help it, we'll just wake up at midday. I would just For the let, whole of his life. I would just let my... I just went set an alarm. I just will wake up whenever. Whereas we wake up at 7.30 every morning now and he hates it. <laughs> See? I'm, I am not... Can you keep playing it, please? Let's I cannot believe on. you don't remember this. Oh, I'm starting to remember it now. Let's keep on going. The cashier was accusing them of stealing, even though it wasn't open. And it the, was a random person. Yeah, and the little kid was like, no, it's definitely full. Like, it's definitely, like, we haven't opened it. We're not evil. And then, and you were eating Aww. a packet of skips, and you were just, like, as the I don't crisps. even like skips. I know, but I don't. that's exactly the point. You were like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> like, this is, like, this you are is so weird. Skips. Like, I don't like these crisps. What, what have you given me? And then we were just going around, I tried it, it was sort of like a Costco, more than anything. Or like a B&M. I am visualising yeah, this scene in my mind. Crazily packed and it was a super sunny day and there was like a restaurant on top. On top? Yeah, and there was something to do with Ramune soda, but at that point I woke up. <laughs> and yeah, so... Um, what were you doing? I, I was just guiding you around with trying to get excited about about. This is Ollie's brain, though, guys. Like, I just really (laughs) just don't understand El Paso branded. Ollie just thinks about history. He thinks about food, Korean food, Japanese food, and Chinese food more prominently. Korean food very often. No. So I don't know why you're in a Korean supermarket, darling. I guess we used to live next to a bunch of them in London. So maybe because I'd go in there for, like, tofu and stuff. So maybe... Maybe, but I just I just wanted to highlight this weird dream because I don't really have dreams, do I? No, you have... I have nightmares occasionally. But, but you don't visualise them. I don't visualise them. They're just like a, a story, but of dread. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, basically, darling. It's just a dreadful story. Yes. It's that, a dreadful that would, story. That, that would be a better way to stay, say it. <laughs> no, no, I think, I don't know. It is full of dread. But I think, I mean, a lot of blind people are different. A lot of totally blind people are different. You know, I'm totally blind. haven't been able to see for nearly 11 years. It's coming up to my 11 year anniversary. So, yeah, the way we dream is different. And I think also my second cousin, JJ, he also doesn't dream in visuals, but he's completely sighted. Mm, but so I like, think that's interesting. You said that was the case when you were sighted as well. Yeah, like when I was sighted and dream in sighted things, sightedness. The, What's it called? There's that um, <laughs> little sort of story, isn't there? Where okay, let's get listeners. This is for you to do at home. It's a little, little bit of homework. You don't have to do it, guys. Don't worry. I expect you to do it. 
<laughs> no, it's okay. So anyway, so imagine a ball. Imagine it dropping to the floor, well, onto a table, rolling along, and then dropping onto the floor. What colour was the ball? Was it a colour at all? Yeah. Did you imagine it in your head? So like for me, I imagine a cricket ball. Then that drops onto a gingham checkered blue tablecloth that rolls through like a bunch of Jenga blocks that are standing up for some reason. Don't know why. And Whereas like, for me... Then it drops onto a wooden floor and it's all in a quite a dark room, very dramatic. Think like the THX logo <laughs> from back in the day. <laughs> oh, you're such an OAP. Um, I just literally think of it as a thing. So I'm just like, huh, he's saying that. That's interesting. Yep. I'm imagining, I'm trying to imagine it, but I'm not seeing it visually. I'm just knowing it's happening in my mind as words. Need to work on your world building. Well, I don't see, like, if someone asks me to imagine something, I never see it. Mm. It's just a story. Anyway. Doesn't mean it's not creative and gorgeous. Indeed. <laughs> but it's just very more descriptive rather than, like, an actual picture. So, yeah. Let's get on with the podcast anyway. We've got some great dilemmas for you guys today. And we also have some more hate comments. Let's do this. And remember, guys, if you have your own dilemma, what email do they email this? Help at lucyedwards.com. Now, if you couldn't quite understand Lucy's just then, it's H-E-L-P. What does that mean? Hotel Echo Lima. What's P? Papa. Papa. There you go. At LucyEdwards.com. <laughs> Sashi to that. <laughs> this is But I'd Never Marry a Blind Woman. A show where we answer all the questions you are too afraid to ask about dating, marriage, and finding love with a disability. I'm Lucy Edwards Cave, presenter, author of my soon to be published book, Blind Not Broken, and blind wife of. Me, Ollie Edwards Cave, her sighted husband and the man usually behind the camera. Every week on this podcast, we... Your fave interabled couple... Debunk the stereotypes of dating with a disability, dive behind the inspiration porn headlines, and unpack your relationship dilemmas. So when people say... I'd never marry a blind woman... You can answer... Well, I would. But I'd never marry a blind woman... I'm 22 female, and my sister, Anna, who's 21, is special need. She has severe autism, and while she is verbal, most of her communication is physical, like sign language due to her social discomfort. She does not speak around the family, though, and has pretty bad cognitive skills. She can't comprehend boundaries and lives with our parents so they can best watch her. Mm -hmm. I'm getting married in three months. We planned a simple wedding and reception at my fiancé, Michael's parents. Oh, Michael's made a return. Michael! There's an actual Michael this week. Yes, and we didn't actually have to name them. Yeah. Though we still don't have a name for the narrator. Let's mm -hmm. see if they reveal one later. Mm -hmm. My parents, barn and farm. Since it's all going to be... So sorry, Michael, my parents, no. barn and farm. That's what their names are. No, no. It's where they're getting continuously <laughs> the reception at their fiancé's Michael's parents, barn and farm. <laughs> sorry, I they're called Barn and Farm. <laughs> I guess they're called like Barnaby and... Farmoosus. Farmoosus? 
Surely there's a better name than Farmusas. Farmusas? <laughs> I don't know. Sounds like a That's king's a... name from like back in the day, like Farmusas the Great. That's a rehearsal. I've laughed so much. Okay, anyway. It's like Michael's parents' barn and farm. <laughs> Michael's parents' barn and farm. Sorry, Grant. To be fair, they didn't put an apostrophe, so... <laughs> Since it's all going to be DIY and we aren't planning anything too expensive, we can do things pretty quickly since flowers, food and decor will be provided by his family. I sent out invites last week and I asked that Anna not come. Aww. I told my parents I understood that would mean they may not show up, but it was just a heads up. Why no Anna? She has an issue with touching Michael and trying to kiss him. At times when we were at my parents' house, Anna would try and grab Michael's hands tried to lean in to kiss him or would have a really bad shutdown if she wasn't allowed to be directly next to him we tried speaking to her but there's only so much we can do when she doesn't really understand that's the point though she doesn't really understand i told my parents i just want one day for michael to be my partner and not anna's comfort person <gasps> they called me selfish and asked yeah. how i expected them to agree to something like this they told me Anna is disabled and may never experience the wedding of her own. And while I have Michael for probably the rest of our lives, she'll have no one. And Why? that Michael and I can be a little bit more understanding to the reality You're of her so life. You're so dramatic. Now, I agree, though. I totally agree with the parents. What the actual... Like, what do you mean you want Michael for one day to yourself? You probably live together and you don't live with your sister. Your sister lives with your mum and dad. You probably don't see her all that much. Can't you Can't you at least, like, I'm using the word tolerate for want of a better word, but tolerate your sister for your wedding day. You don't want your sister at your wedding. Am I reading this? You don't want your sister at your wedding. That is correct. They said, I feel like a total ass and what they're saying has really yeah, gotten to me and I'm starting to question my decision. Yeah, please do question it. I don't know why you're just starting to, love. I think that's horrendous. I think you need to get out your own bemole and actually understand. Alice is laughing. That makes quite a lot of sense, to be fair, because it is, <laughs> am I the asshole? So, like, they are... I just think, like, if you know that your sister Anna isn't understanding something and, you know, isn't understanding necessarily that holding hands or different social cues aren't as appropriate in different scenarios, why aren't you just accepting it? You know, it doesn't mean that she fancies Michael or that Michael's going to marry Anna or any of these different things. Can't you just be can't you just be humble? Can't you just love your sister for who she is? Understand that she wants to hold people's hands. It's probably a Michael thing, but it could also be a different person's thing. It's probably just a new person within her house who she doesn't see all that often. Or someone who's just nice to her from yeah, the very get go. Exactly. Michael might be quite a nice person. Now, there might be. A little bit of backstory that we are sort of missing here. Maybe. In that, like, maybe because her sister um, is quite severely autistic, maybe she's had a lot of the attention of her parents growing up. Mm. And that the sister... Who and the poster. We, yeah, the poster, the OP, uh, what should we call them? Jennifer. Mm -hmm. Jennifer. Might be a bit jealous. Yes. And feels like all the attention's always been on Anna. 
And Jennifer's like, well... I want a day to myself. I just want a day to myself. Possibly. There is like carer, sibling, burnout. But we're not getting any context that Jennifer's like a massive part of Anna's life. We're just seeing the intolerance towards Anna from Jennifer's side. And I just don't like it. I just think it's the wrong attitude to have. Mm. I feel like there's probably like... Better ways to go about it than... Well, uninviting her from the start yeah. with a very deliberate way about it. It might and also be that- writing down the fact that it's like, I just want Michael to be mine. And it's like, it's just so, it's, I don't know. Well, I, I can understand, like, if we look at it from the backstory I just suggested, it might be very well the case. But they've got three months. There might be better ways to go about it. Maybe, well, I don't know how much money they have. Maybe they could do therapy. Maybe it's just about normalising things between them. There must be, like, ways to help it. Is it the fact that you and Michael have had this discussion together and you're kind of seeing Anna as a roadblock in your day rather than just, like, a lovely moment with your sister? Because you could invite her to one part of a wedding. Like, she doesn't have to necessarily be there for the whole day. Like, it depends. It's, at the end of the day, it's your wedding. You can do what you like with your day. You know, no one should dictate to you what you should really do. But morally, like, I would always want my sister there. Mm. Like, no one can dictate how, like, you have your wedding. But, like, the the repercussions around it and the family dramas and things. Like, weddings are also political Mm -hmm. a lot of the time. Especially if you've got family drama going on. Like, if two uncles don't get along. Yeah. Or like the two sides of the family hate each other. There's There could be all sorts of things. And you have to understand that, yeah, if you don't invite your sister, then your parents won't want to come. And I know you've written that, but they're understandably upset and you have to take that on board. If you are uninviting your sister because you don't want her there because of her disability, this is basically what you're saying, then that's your decision and you have to live with that. Personally, I would never make that decision. I don't think it's a very nice decision, but it's your decision. But you have to live with the repercussions of it. Well, we have a little update. Go on. My parents called me, letting me know they won't be coming. And it's best I don't bring Michael around anymore, since I've, since I've chosen some man over my sister. They told me that Anna wanting to kiss Michael and hug him is normal for women her age, and that she doesn't understand what her feelings mean. Like... This this is also a little bit complicated because, mm. like, evidently the parents aren't taking much of a role to, like, maybe Michael's feeling a bit uncomfortable as well about yeah. the whole situation and maybe they should be stepping in yeah, a to little say... bit. Like, you can't just say it's her age. No. Then, like, step in a little bit. Come on, be parents. Uh, yeah, I, I, I know what they mean, though. Like, if, if someone is saying, well, just don't come to my wedding, it is a bit... But maybe Jennifer's possibly having a response because well, the because parents aren't really helping. Like, if they work together as a team and her sister Anna maybe, um, I don't know, like, saw more people at different groups which means she was more like interacted more socially with different people or like had a doll that she took care of and kissed um, and maybe even still held Michael's hand as well as Jennifer's hand at the same time and they could work it all out together. I think that would be way more appropriate. It might also be that like the reason that she's having such a reaction to Michael is that she's not particularly 
secure. Well, no, not particularly loved at home in some ways. Like they, yeah. like if they're not doing anything about this, what else are they not doing? Yeah, I get you. Like, that this is quite a prejudgment. Like this is maybe jumping too far, possibly down their throats. But at the same time, it it could also be the case. Yeah, because tough love is there for a reason, I guess. Mm. Would we say? I don't know. Like I, I feel like neglect can come through. Like. For instance, when we were younger, like the reason that me and you like broccoli is because, you know, I ate it until I liked it. You know, I didn't automatically like broccoli. When you're younger, you have a really sour taste in your mouth for anything other than like sweet treats, right? I think so. So, you know, in that scenario, you have to kind of do things that your kids don't like until you kind of teach them the way of the world. Yeah. Um, and it might have been a case of that or it might be, you know, due to Anna's disability. But I think there's nuances in every family dynamic that we're not getting through this post. Yes. Shall we continue just reading their update? Mm-hmm. I suggested they try to redirect her during the wedding, but they said Michael is going to be family to her and he needs to get over it. I suggested that they watch the wedding via web and they said it's not fair and that they deserve to see things in person. I asked if I could pay for someone with proper credentials to watch her that day. Well, the attention's on me. And they asked what I would do when they died. And if I'd pawn her off at every time. I dropped the unfortunate truth bomb that I don't want to put any more of my life aside for Anna anymore. I did it up until I turned 18. And that Anna is not my life's responsibility and I won't be her keeper. I assured them I'd pay for her care. But if she's okay doing this to Michael, then I worry for if I choose to have any children and what she'd do to them. They said I was sick for suggesting she'd do anything to my future children and hung up on me. They sent a lengthy text telling me not to contact them until I could do the right thing. So this is where we are right now. I just... I feel really, really sorry for Jennifer now. It is a massively tricky situation. It sounds like they've maybe had a disabled child and they haven't sort of thought about the future very much. They've just kind of assumed that their other child is going to solve all the problems. Exactly. And it sounds like she'd always pay for her care, but is finding her quite hard, which she's also entitled to feel. But it is hard to swallow that you don't want your sister at your wedding. I think that is still, for me, like, very hard to read. Yeah, it is a tricky one because, like, I guess... She couldn't help the fact that she was born Mm. and couldn't help the fact that her sister was born with a severe disability. Exactly. But that doesn't necessarily mean that the onus is on her. No, not at all. But she said that she'll always pay for her care. She'll always care for her sister. But it's hard for her. And she has put a disclaimer in, actually. She says, this is not an excuse to talk badly about disabled people, nor is it an opportunity to air out your hatred for them. My sister is not a scapegoat to hate disabled people. She's a human being with feelings. She's not statistic. She's not evil. Please stop treating my sister as if she's a malicious monster. The debacle is between me and my parents. Leave her out of it, please. Yeah. I'm begging you. I don't want to hear why you think my sister sucks. So wow. she evidently cares for her sister. She, yeah. Hmm. The way it read at the top, yeah. I can see why that there was a possibly... The reason that she's written that disclaimer is because a lot of people in the comments went, yeah, your sister's a... Well, as, this, as, that, as we've seen by our comments, they're not oh. always like the most no. friendly people. Whereas I would go 
always to kind of the disabled point of view because I just think, well, it's hard enough to be to live in a disabled world, like in an able-bodied world, not made for, you know, us disabled folk. Um, so I just think, you know, a bit more compassion and tolerance is needed, but also a bit of bending on all sides of the story, like the parents and Anna need to understand that, you know, Jennifer is finding this hard and how can they, you know, do the ceremony in a different way where Anna is not necessarily, you know, maybe at the front row. She could be, you know, a couple of rows back. She could possibly have some like sensory toys near her during the ceremony. They could do a few mock ceremonies so they know that, you know, it was all going to be okay. I think it's very extreme to go to Jennifer, Jennifer to just go, she's not coming. And then the parents to go, well, if she's not coming, we hate you. Like, I think there needs to be like, there's definitely meeting in the middle that needs to happen on both sides. And I just think it's a shame that families fall apart because their communication isn't there because they could have done so many mock-ups. They could have, um, you know, introduced Michael in a different way, outside the home, inside the home. You can't just go, well, Anna has communication problems with Michael, the end. Like it mm. just, it life is just not that simple. Like Anna can learn, like every human needs to have the compassion um, and tolerance and patience with one another to kind of understand, you know, maybe, hey, we can change this situation. Maybe Anna can, you know, break the mold and, and, and change how she deals with, you know, interacts with Michael. I don't know. I, I just feel like we all need a bit of, you know, time and patience. Hate comments of the week. <laughs> we have an intro. We have like a little like sting here. I don't know why I insist on like singing hate comments of the week. Like some sort of game show. But, you know. So this is, again, on Trams Don't Stop in Switzerland. Scary oh, Blinders. Oh, lovely. Why are they always here? I don't know why they're what always is it? on that video. Why? <laughs> Go on then. So... Shut the up, bitch. The world ain't going to change just for you. Just Go for pay for it then, huh? Go pay for it then, huh? Honestly, like, if we could afford, like, to to do some good rebuilding, yeah. we would to- do. We totally would. We'd raise money and funds. I think it's really sad, isn't it, that infrastructure isn't just kind of made in a universal way. Yeah, you change your city. Because this blind woman wants to visit. What? That's a comment. Is that what someone said? Yeah, from Riot2944. On the same video. I think people are getting annoyed because I'm wanting them to change infrastructure. Well, the thing is... And they think I'm entitled and I'm like, oh my gosh, you have to do X, Y, Z. The reason that I'm acting outraged is because it could be better, like, well... It could be well designed rather yeah. than me kind of sitting there and thinking, oh, well, you know, there isn't tactile paving. And I'm not just advocating for me here. I'm not just trying to be like a whiny person on the Internet. Like, what's this? This is not OK for me. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm being snooty about it. It's me saying, look, there's no tactile paving for a, a long white cane. But there's also no tactile paving for someone who wants to follow it with a wheelchair or... Liz, are you telling me there are disabled people in Switzerland <laughs> who actually need some infrastructure? <laughs> yes. Like, is, is that it's the case? It's not just for me. It's not just for you me. Mean not just for you for when you visit for those like 48 hours? No, 
it's for, it's for disabled people in Switzerland. I'm advocating for them and I'm saying, look, this is not okay. Someone could get seriously hurt. I'm hopefully not foreshadowing a major incident that could occur. But seriously, even little children, m- mothers with pushchairs, fathers with pushchairs, like it's not a it's not a universal design. I'm pretty sure we've got some com- comments somewhere that said like it's fairly common for someone to get whacked by a tram, like who's elderly. <gasps> really? Yeah. See, that's what upsets me. That's why I was standing there saying this is not okay. I'm not. Sh- I'm not just like stomping my feet. Like this is not fair. This is this is preposterous because I'm blind and you have to move for me. It's like me saying, look. Maybe with a few universal design principles here, we could have a better, equitable, equal life. I also just think that you can have an individualistic opinion and point of view of just living your life, or you can have a collectivist, a collectivist view. view. Yeah, well, that's one of the things that, like, we sort of noticed about Japan, wasn't it? Yeah, like, well, at least from. Like, basically, at the end of the BBC shoot, we went into the board, like, this sort of boardroom at the end, didn't we? Where we met up with, like, some of the tourism agency. Yeah, the tourism board. And they were so excited to meet me and Ollie. But they were also, like, really curious about, like, what you found good about Japan. And then, like, you mentioned about the infrastructure. And then they were sort of saying about how, because it's a little bit more of a collectivist society, they look out for... Yeah. And the thing is, is that what I find good is also informing them on the rest of the population, you know, different tourists. So it's not just me going, oh, this is rubbish or this is great for blind people. It's me saying, look, I am blind, but I am also a cane user. And I am also a person from the UK. Like I have all of these different kind of perspectives. And and with yourself, Ollie, like I think, you know, it's good for people to hear about, someone's viewpoint that has lived a different life because it makes them think outside the block the box and also i think resilience is a word that i hear quite a lot within you know my spheres like i'm asked to do like quite a lot of talks on how resilient resilient i am as a disabled person and i have had to dig deep within myself and find a lot of resilience in the paths I've walked and the the roads that I've taken up to this point as a 28 year old. And I think, I don't know. I think a lot of people get quite a, a good, they get inspiration from it. And we don't like to use that word. Do they, do we Ollie? But no, I think not it, the biggest it, fan of inspiration, but I think we like, I like that. I like that people kind of riff off my ideas and like understand what universal design truly means. Cause it's not just about me, you know, when I when I stand there and I'm and I'm shouting about X, Y, or Z, I think like people can really mistake it as just like me being a brat. Yeah. Okay, we got another hate comment. Okay. But we're switching it up. We're switching up the mood. Okay. It, sounding like a DJ from like We're switching up the mood. We're switching up the mood, everybody. We are playing some good songs tonight. I really didn't think this through. Like, And it's time for the cha-cha slide. Back to the two thousands. Anyway, Alice needs a mic. We do need to. We need to give her one. So, on the video, I'm blind, and I blindfolded my husband and guest for my walk down the aisle. We have Mm -hmm. someone called Kimaroos. Kimaroos. He says, "Nice." Do you think 
Kimaris. Kimaris? Like an Australian? Or oh, is it actually, Kimaris? I think it, I think it actually just might be Kim Rouse. We're really sorry if we're pronouncing your name wrong. No, we're not sorry. This oh, is a hate not. comment. Oh, and yes. <laughs> no, no exactly. apologies here. Exactly. <laughs> we're not apologising. Stop it immediately. No, not good. Like you punish those who can see. Why even dress up then? Why even dress up for the wedding when you're why going even to spend? Dress up? Yeah, why? Why dress up, Lou, when you're going to spend five minutes of the nine-hour day blindfolded? <laughs> why bother? Come in your pajamas. Come naked. <laughs> Come swinging in the wind. Your bigger stickers out. I am crying. <laughs> to be fair, that would probably have made a more viral video, but like. <laughs> I love it. It's like, <laughs> can we hear jumps? <laughs> oh, my belly hurts. I just don't know what to say. <laughs> oh, I think I've taken I'm her out. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> this is why you're my husband. <laughs> you just make me belly laugh. At our oh. naked wedding. <laughs> Could you imagine? Could you imagine? We would have been restricted. That needs yeah. to be on OnlyFans. Yeah, that would not be a YouTube video. <laughs> it would not be a YouTube video. I'm getting pulled down. <laughs> right. Oh, got... I don't know what to say. Well, we've got a follow on from that Go particular on. one. On the same video, am I the only one who thinks this was dumb in general? I wouldn't make my family and friends live a moment in my shoes if I was blind, especially Why? at a wedding. Why? All of these people have been there for you and you denied them the honour of watching you walk down the aisle. I see nothing beautiful about this video. Oh dear. Oh. Fair enough. That's your opinion, man. <laughs> Fair enough, mate. Yeah. Get in the bin. Just Kelso. You Just enjoy? what? Just Kelso. That's their name. Oh, what? Just Kelso. Oh, I Just thought you were like... Just Kelso, yeah, just just Kelso, man. Just, Kelsa. just li live it up. Just Kelso. I thought you were making up a new like made, Riz. I was making up a new word, Riz. Oh my gosh, that's when you know you're old when you think Riz. And I'm like, Ollie, what does Riz mean? He's like charisma. I'm like, oh, shall we make Kelso a word? Oh, like just Kelso, man. <laughs> the way stick he it on a t-shirt. The way he said it. It might already be a word. I don't know. All I'm saying is that I don't. Any more? Kelso's not being very chill. Kelso's not being very Kelso. He's <laughs> trying to make it thing. <laughs> Am I trying to make fetch happen? <laughs> no, don't stop trying to make fetch happen. Uh, anyway, right. So thank that you very much. Thank you so much. That concludes the episode for today. We are obviously a bit cray. A little bit. <laughs> No, we've, we've, we've probably had a bit too many too much sugary drinks so thank you so much for watching and listening wherever you get your podcast from you're listening on apple spotify you might be even watching on youtube or on deezer yeah oh maybe hello Kinda deezer tall. crowd i mean i don't even listen on it anyway lucy we you're going to turn off the deezer audience <laughs> sorry oh oh my gosh that's a a, we a just loud got, notif we just got a notification um Saved by the notif. Is that how they say it? Anyway, please, if you've got any dilemmas, write to us. Well, email us. Help at lucyedwards.com. You sure help. it's not? H-E-L-P at lucyedwards.com. You sure it's not? <gasps> at lucyedwards.com. What does that mean? 
him. That's you earlier. No, it wasn't. I actually said help. <laughs> Alice, <laughs> Alice, could you put? A, can you actually, Alice? Can you put it in now? Tell me how I did it and do a slow mo. I need it inserted here. I just. I'm sorry. The whole hour that we've been like filming this, he's been taking the mick out of me. So we need this settled. Anyway, don't forget to like, comment, share, and subscribe, and please rate us on all of your podcast platforms, um, whatever one you're listening. Because we don't have any ratings yet, guys. So if you've listened to this this far, we hope you like it, um, or you just might have fallen asleep to it. In which case, we hope sweet dreams. Sleeping. Hope you don't have as weird dreams as I do. Well, yeah, if you've listened to the stuff of the podcast, you know, it's a weird day. Right. Bye. We'll see you next week. Yeah, see you next Bye. Tuesday. Bye. No, not see you next Tuesday. <laughs> no, <laughs> 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 He didn't mean that, guys. He didn't mean it. Oh, my God. Oh my God. <laughs>